thank you for tuning into the I Grew Up Over 30 podcast. I'm your host, Dre, and I greet you in love. Family, it is 2022. We made it. Some of us barely, some of us thriving, but either way, we're here. So for this episode, I want you to stop the madness before it begins, and I want to offer some post-ball drop encouragement. So let's talk. Now, usually this time of year, people are a few days, a few um, steps into their goals. Um, Some of us failed. Some of us are thriving. Um, But it can be kind of a reset button for a lot of people to try to plan for a better year. So um, a lot of times the things that we are planning out as goals, because we don't word them correctly, can do something to our mental in regards to how we go about pursuing those goals. And either way, Goals are a great thing to have, you know, plans, steps, whatever you want to call them, Um, because pretty much we all kind of get to a point that we feel like there's something that we can do better, Um, something from last year that we didn't accomplish, or maybe something that we saw that we, you know, want to incorporate into our own lives. And, you know, that reflection offers up space to set the goals for the following year. So, Um, If you ever listened to my episode, January was practice, I broke down kind of definitions, some common goals, um, and some statistics about goals. Um, But for this episode, I really just wanted to encourage us to not set these goals in comparison to someone else's life, right? We got to stop the madness with that. We got to stop the lies. Um, That becomes very delusional for us. And for those of us that sticking to a goal or trying something new is something that we fear, it can really um, cripple us in trying to achieve being our authentic self. Now, am I telling you to not be better? Absolutely not. Um, Am I saying that, you know, we're not going to set goals? No, because I think in some ways goals are pretty important. But I think it's also important that we don't stress ourselves and have our goals become toxic parts of our lives or worse, that you just give up and then you kind of feed that um, feeling and emotion of being a failure or not being committed to something or, you know, just overall not feeding you positivity, right? That's the important thing I want you to take away from this episode is that it's totally okay to have goals. It's totally um, okay to not achieve them um, or that you feel like you need to revamp them. Like that's totally okay, but it shouldn't stress you out. It shouldn't make you feel like you're a failure if you skip the gym one day or if you, if it's December 31st, 2022, and you didn't meet that love of your life. Um, just like, I'm not going to tell you to cancel your gym membership, right? I'm not going to tell you to just eat bullshit for the rest of your life. Like, hell no, I'm not going to do that, but revisit your why, you know, like things with, with weight loss or even weight gain, you know, make sure that wherever the premise for this goal comes from is coming from a healthy place. Um, and is not coming from, 
you wanting to look like someone on social media that their body was built by a doctor or that, you know, this super toxic relationship that you see that they are five years going strong and you figure, you know, how can I be lonely? And this loser has a mate. Well, you don't know what goes on in those people's lives. And a lot of these relationships out here, just as a side note, are like hella toxic. And trust me, they're not goals. Anyway, like sticking with weight loss or weight gain, because not everybody's trying to lose weight. Um, some of us are just trying to be fit, right? But the ultimate goal, what you would want to look at or what you would want to write down as your goal is how can I be a healthy me? Right. How can I first feed my mentality to be healthy so that eating isn't a chore, um, working out isn't a chore. Right. It's coming from a genuine, authentic place of wanting to be healthy, because then that's going to be what encourages you. You know, look back at your family history um, and, and your family medical history and things like that. And fuck, look at some of them. I mean, you know what I mean? Like some of our fucking family is reason enough to want to be fit. You know what I'm saying? Like I love my mother to death, but baby, this arm jiggly shit we got going on is just not where it's at. Anyway. Um, so like the goal should be to be healthy, right? To, to be able to live um, a long, healthy life that, you know, you're not winded taking the laundry up the steps, um, that you can do your hair and your shoulders don't hurt, that you can take um, the long way home, that you can park further from the front door. And these things don't feel like a chore. They feel like they're feeding into your goals. We the biggest thing with goals is to still maintain a balanced life, right? So sticking with weight, loss, gain, whatever. Even, I mean, it's really the same concept, right? Because if you're trying to lose weight, you're probably not going to want to eat the whole pizza. And if you're trying to gain weight, you're probably not going to want to eat the whole pizza. <laughs> like it's still not a good idea. So there has to be balance, right? If you are going to eat the two or three slices of pizza, then the balance should be that you want to add those 10 minutes to your workout the next day. Um, that, you know, you don't mind um, an extra set, you know, 10 more jumping jacks, 10 more sit-ups, 10 more squats, whatever it is. And I know everybody's goal isn't always... Um, healthy living. Some of us have other shit that we got to focus on or that we choose to focus on, but the idea is still the same. You know, whatever your goal is, just make sure that when you write it down, it's even written in an empowering way so that when you go back to look at it, when you break that goal down into the small steps that you need to take, that every single word that you write down and that every part of that plan of action is positive. If if you don't even write it positively, your brain is not going to be able to interpret the words and make them positive. Those negative words are going to go into your subconscious and that's how you're going to go after your goal. And trust me, from personal experience, you'll quit. Okay. I don't claim to know to to know everything, to have all the answers. I don't know what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? But what I do know 
with anything, whether it's a New Year's resolution goal or whether it's finally tackling that project or going after that promotion or whatever the the idea is that you want to do. One thing that I have noticed in the groups that I've been in, in the books that I've read, in the conversations that I've had, is that one day you decide that all the yesterdays don't matter anymore, that you're Um, Your perceived failures from before don't matter. Your um, attempts from before don't matter. Or the fact that this is something new to you doesn't matter. When people decide to change their lives, when people decide that they're going to change the way that they're living, they start. They choose today to not care about the past. They choose to acknowledge every day for what it is and that it's an opportunity to do better. And that whatever didn't work out yesterday, I'm going to strive to do better for today. I can't change yesterday. I can't change yesteryear. I can only do right now in hopes to do better for tomorrow. That to me has been the general thing that people that become successful in whatever they're trying to do say to themselves. And it's going to be hard. You know what I'm saying? And I speak from experience. It's hard to motivate myself to do some stuff. It's hard to keep the momentum up and the continuity of what I'm trying to do and and being consistent and disciplined in what I'm trying to do. And the, the days that I don't do it, I don't feel so good. And so the next day, sometimes I have to pick myself up out the gutter. And that comes with saying, I don't care about yesterday. I'm gonna do better today. I can't change yesterday. I know I should have done this yesterday. But today, let me break this down. Let me revisit my why. Let me sit with that for a minute. And then let me try again. There's this misconception that this journey is a cookie cutter kind of thing, that we're all going to go through it the same, that we're all going to experience it the same, that we're all going to progress the same. And that's just not true. What works for me isn't going to work for you. What works for us isn't necessarily going to work for them. What worked for them isn't necessarily going to work for us. What worked for you isn't necessarily going to work for me. Now, we can all learn from each other. We can kind of dissect what we do and apply it to ourselves, and that's what you should do. But for me to sit here and say it's this one, two, three way, it's really not. And we really have to stop looking at our lives like that because um, that's just not realistic, you know. You can hear a lot of things repeated or or sometimes the same message is... um, kind of passed on in different ways, but but the general message is the same. Because in general, you know, there's certain steps that you take. For example, back to the um, losing weight. I'll stick with losing weight for this one. Well, you know that there's things that you got to take out. You know that there's things that you got to incorporate. But is that going to be the same for you the way it is for your neighbor down the street? No. It's not even going to be the same for you and someone else in your family that both decide to lose weight at the same time. You're going to have to take your body type. You're going to have to take the way that you process food. You're going to have to take the way that you think about food and what you think about working out. And you're going to have to find a way to motivate yourself. You're going to have to find what works for you because sure, y'all can do it together, but there's going to be that day where that one person can't go and work out with you. Will you still be motivated to do it on your own? Will you still be able to encourage yourself despite there not being any cheerleaders? 
And that's kind of where it comes down to you have to do this alone. I mean, it's great to have a support system. And I'm absolutely saying that as you detox things out of your life and you incorporate new, that you make sure that people are one of those things. But sometimes we put a lot of emphasis on other people showing us the way. And that's not, that's just not how this goes. You know, and and even still, somebody can show you how to do something. Um, Say you start a new job, right? And you get trained by this one person. Well, you may find a way that you can come out with the exact same outcome by tweaking the process that they did. You know, like there's there's this um, um, voiceover thing on social media that's like, uh, it's somebody training someone at the job. It's like, well, ain't nobody show me how to do this, but I'm gonna show you. And this the way you're supposed to do it, but this how I do it. It's the same concept. Nah, show me how the company say we supposed to do it, bitch, and then I'll fi- fucking figure out how I can do my goddamn job. And and because my learning abilities are different than yours, my comprehension level is different than yours. So the way you can tweak the system and still get the job done, well, let me find my own way. But show me how the company showed you. You know what I'm saying? There is no one size fits all. We're all going to have to find in our own journey and in our own progress and processing of how we can do things to better ourselves because you're going to come into your authentic self, but your authentic self is going to look different than the next person's. And that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? We can all have the same goal or objective, but we're going to have to go about it different ways to, to get there because we're going to have hiccups. We're going to have backslides. Some of us are going to take 10 steps back. Some people are going to give up, right? It's going to be on you that encourages and motivates yourself. It's going to be you that decides that I'm going to walk that mile. It's going to be you that decides I'm going to go for that promotion. It's going to be you that decides I'm going to do the research to write that book or to start that blog or that podcast or, you know, whatever it is. Because, because of course, you need support, right? But... Be mindful of where you're trying to seek the support. And also don't put that burden on other people to try to make you great. You have to want that enough for yourself that you're willing to do the work. Now, if you need a coach, if you need somebody to wake you up, if you need a personal trainer, pay some motherfucking body. But don't rely on your friends and your family to stop their own encouragement of themselves to come and pick you up out the bed to come and sit and, and role play with you for, for that job interview. Now you got to sit with that on your own. Leave folks alone. Folks not trying to do that. And, and, and we want to, hell, even I want to, you know, I want to encourage people and I want to support people and I want to walk people through their dreams and their issues and their problems and all that other kind of stuff. But sometimes that can be draining for me where then I'm not pouring back into myself. So be mindful of where you seek support and be mindful of other people and their goals and their personal lives, right? If you need it all like that, pay somebody. That's what them people go to school for. That's what them people get certifications for. That's what them people do hours and hours of learning and growing and, and tweaking the system. Like they, they do all of that so that they can provide a service for you because that's a fucking service. Just like I I know I've said it before, like your friends is not your fucking therapist because they're going to give you some shit from their perspective, from their mess. 
So if if you and your chunky girlfriend is motherfucking trying to encourage each other and this bitch tells you how she flopped, well, girl, I, yeah, I had me some Oreos, but it's okay. It's okay. You know, but she doesn't tell you that that same night she went out on an extra walk. You going to think you can have some motherfucking Oreos too, bitch. And then when the workout shit ain't working now, you mad. And, and, and maybe she want to eat the Oreos and she don't need to hear you saying, girl, you ain't supposed to have that, you know, and you think you supporting and encouraging her and she just a steady dunking them fucking Oreos. Mind your business. Do what's best for you. Stay on par for you. Keep, keep you at the center of your goals. Because I promise you as much as people want to, child, we don't. We don't because help if, if my cup is already not running over and I'm entertaining what you got going on, I'm steady depleting my own cup. Then truthfully, I'm be mad with your ass. I'm going to be mad with your ass. I'm going to be mad with you and I'm going to be mad with me. And then I'm just going to be stuck and fucking mad. Leave me the fuck alone. Love you. But seek a professional. Seek someone that is willing to do that for the right price. And, and listen, if that's not something you can do, which is totally understandable, then it goes back to self. It goes back to knowing that you got to encourage and motivate and support your motherfucking self. And let me say this, because I don't want that to seem like it's a bad thing, right? The great thing about picking yourself up is that in itself is inspiring and encouraging to someone else. Because most of us that tend to do it on our own, we're not out here talking about how we did it on our own. We're giving tips. We're giving advice. We're offering up encouragement through our own testimony of how we were able to do it. And that in of itself is your encouragement and your support. Find books that feed your goal. If you're on a weight loss journey, find a book that, that talks about that. Read someone's testimony. Be encouraged by people that have already gone through that process. If you're trying to get yourself out of debt, read books and watch YouTube videos and, and newspaper articles and things like that that encourage that goal. You cannot want to be financially free and you talking to motherfuckers that's living off them stimulus checks. Child. <laughs> <laughs> it just don't make no sense. Seriously. And I I know I've said it a million times about detoxing and, and, and removing shit out of your life. And then this is where the replacement with positivity comes in. What are you feeding your brain that's going to feed your goals and your plans and your ideas and your purpose and your desire? Not only for this new year, but for every year following, for every day, for every minute how is what you're feeding your brain and your physical and your spiritual self aligning with what it is that you're trying to accomplish in your life? Keep in mind, everyone that you think is rooting for you isn't. Everybody isn't in your corner. Everybody doesn't want to see you doing better. Everybody isn't um, looking at you with these glossy eyes of your best interest. That's just not, don't do that. If that were the case, everybody wouldn't be walking around with mal de ojo 
um, shit all over themselves with their evil eye necklaces and bracelets and, and everything. Because everybody looking at you isn't your cheerleader. So make sure that you're encouraging and motivating and confirming yourself before you step out into the world and the things that you're going to do. Because you got to be ready for all that negativity. So that's why your mind got to be in the right place. That's why your goals have to be written down in, in the positive, encouraging, and motivating way so that when you read that shit, you be like, hell, motherfucking, yes, bitch. Yes, the fuck I can, and yes, the fuck I will. Because if the shit just says, I want to eat better, well, shit, me too. Texas Roadhouse is eating better. Have you had those fucking biscuits? Jesus. Do they sprinkle crack on them or something? Because it's so good. That to me is eating better. Because it's better than McDonald's. <laughs> just be intentional, be specific, and be encouraging when you set out with these goals. And truthfully, be realistic about what you even consider a fucking goal. Don't sit down and, and make a list of 10 different fucking things knowing that to do everyday tasks is difficult for you. Be realistic. Stick to one thing. There's always tomorrow. So as you progress in one goal, as you've broken that one goal down and you're making little baby steps and baby steps and then those things start to become just part of your everyday habits, now we can incorporate something else. Don't overwhelm yourself. Like I said, this is not supposed to stress you. It's supposed to support your authentic self. It's supposed to encourage you. You're supposed to want to do these things. If you don't want to, don't bother. Leave people alone. Just keep living the life that you're living. And that's okay. Maybe one day you're going to wake up and decide differently. And maybe that day is fucking July 27th of 2024. That's okay. Again, if it doesn't make you feel good, if it's not aligning with what you're really trying to get out of this life, don't bother. You're going to feed feelings that you're trying to get rid of. It's not going to accelerate your progress at all. It will set you back. So how do we stop the madness? How do we stop the delusions? I came up with a short list of ways that have helped me with some things, some things that I've learned from seeing from other people and some things that I'm going to try to do better at this year. Take what you need. Take them all, take none of them, write them down, tweak them to yourself, whatever works for you. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I just want you to be better. Okay. Number one, watch your thoughts. Again, when you're writing down these goals, what is your thought process like? If it's already stemming from negativity, it's going to be hard to write down positive words to live by. My therapist told me once, thoughts become actions, actions become habits, and then your habits become your way of life. So for some of us, we already have habits that are our way of life that we're going to have to break down. Watch your thoughts. Number two, read something positive that aligns with your goals for 15 to 30 minutes a day. 
If you want to do 30 minutes, don't overwhelm yourself by trying to stay focused for 30 minutes. If you can only stay focused for five minutes to read, to finish a chapter, then be realistic about that. And then figure out where you can do those five minutes throughout the day. You know, if you're going to be cooking dinner and things are simmering and boiling and don't really require your attention like that, well, then you've got yourself five, 10 minutes to finish out a chapter that you can highlight some stuff. Sometimes I'd say to myself, I'm going to sit down and read for 30 minutes and I've read for a few minutes and something I've read is so fucking powerful that I sit and I, and I'm like not stuck on it in a bad way, but I'm like, that is so deep. I want to, I want to sit with this for a minute. I want to highlight this. I want to write this down. I want to journal on this. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Number three, oh, ye faithful, detox your social media and your friends and your contact list in your phone, right? If you got people that you know are going to give you a certain type of conversation all the time, then we can't talk to them if we're trying to set our minds on positivity and and focusing on our goals. I've mentioned to y'all about having a girlfriend that I know I can talk to when I'm in a slump and I know that we can just I also know that if I do sit on the phone and with her, it's going to be real motherfucking hard to pick myself up and, and do what I got to do. And I told y'all before, am I going to cut her off? No. But now I know I need to get shit done. And in my downtime, I'll talk to that bitch. Because if I sit and I waste my energy talking nonsense with you, I'm not going to be motivated to do what I got to do. That's my own self-reflection. You figure out what works the fuck with you and your goddamn friends, okay? Number four, try new things. Try a new recipe. Read a new book. Take a new route home. Take a trip somewhere you ain't never been. Get yourself in a hotel room by yourself. Uh, find a, a cheap class at your rec center or, or in your local gym or something. Um, I don't know. But try something new. Don't stop yourself from um, experiencing new things. Because when we try to keep in the same bubble of shit, we don't allow ourselves to experience new. It just doesn't happen. You hang around with the same people. They're not going to want to do the new shit that you're doing. Find you some friends that align with these new ideas and these new goals and this new version of you that you're trying to create. And number five, my most favorite, go to therapy, seek a professional. Look, even Cleo. <laughs> I'm going to put Cleo on my Instagram, so if y'all ever hear her in the background with my episodes, you can say, oh, there that bitch go. <laughs> but seek a professional to help you. Seek therapy. Seek a circle of friends. Um, I know that it's still corona and things are not wide, wide open, but there's a lot of free things. There's a lot of things being held on Zoom. Um, you know, a lot of things done on Eventbrite that they virtually figure out how to hold these meetings, five, $10, you know, and, and sometimes things are going to cost and at, look at it this way. How much are you willing to invest into yourself? And I know that everything's not possible. That something that I want to do, got a price tag on it that my husband's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And I have to accept that, but there are also things that I can do that won't give me completely that idea, but will still support what I'm trying to do to make my version of me a possibility. 
So do what's within your financial budget. But I know a lot of times we say we don't have money for things because our money is going elsewhere. So if you got to trim the fat on some shit to be able to put into a pot for that investment into you, and that's what you got to do. Don't be afraid to do that. That really kind of goes into trying something new as well. Okay? Family, it's the beginning of the year, but every day is a new day to be your best self, to live authentically, to live truthfully, to shed those old versions of you that don't work anymore. And again, I don't claim to know it all. I don't. I only share with you what's helped me. And every day ain't perfect. I'm just getting out of a rut, to be honest with you. And that's why that's what this episode was. Because these are little things that I'm needing to remind myself to do. And I'm also going to impart this small little piece of wisdom. Have grace and patience with yourself. Sometimes we give grace, patience, and forgiveness to other people, and we don't do it for ourselves. Do it for you. Nobody matters more to you than you. And then you can be great for all the other roles that you need to be. Love on yourself. Encourage yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you can and that you will and that nothing is stopping you. You versus you. That's it. Thank you so much for listening, family. I love you. I love your support. Thank you for being here with me and growing through this podcast with me. And make sure you follow us on social media at nowplaying underscore IGUO30. I love you, family. Peace.